All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Err, chocolate ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you have always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at S&W Shooter and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. iPads and rum not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right. <clears throat> We're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Mental Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. I see Tim's in the chat, Dennis, Bill, Barb, Chuck, Ian, uh, Frank, who can forget Frank? D.A. Frank's in the house, we can all calm down now, we, er, we can all relax now. <laughs> oh. Celeste is in. Looks like everybody's dropping in. Not bad. Not bad at all, I say. Especially considering there was no link dropped for the show. I've been rather tied up this afternoon and and still doing some research on how the weatherman can be so wrong. We had absolutely 0% chance of rain today, according to the forecast, and somehow or another, I get caught in a complete downpour. <sighs> Leave it to me. I don't know. In my next life, I want to be a meteorologist. I think it'll be easy money. Either way, links in the chat, in the description. First and foremost, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, The Ring Finders, Snooker website, Midwest Refineries, Terry Shannon's website, Mine Lab, Manicore Update, link. Isn't that a mouthful? <laughs> if you're into the YouTube side of things, there's Crazy Spider Adventures. John's doing a great job with the Manicore series that he's been working on. There's All Metal Militia, Detect Ad Outdoors, Ohio Metal Detecting, Quarter Hoarder, Hopper Hoodlum. And if you're into the Facebook side of things, and there's Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, The Relic Hunters, and Detect America. You can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie at 8 p.m. Eastern, Mondays. Multicasting Facebook, YouTube. You can catch Shelly and Dawn Thursdays, 7-ish. Um, multicasting, simulcasting Facebook, YouTube. Uh, yeah, he could be up in smoke. I'm not sure where ORH is. Maybe... Since he doesn't have the, maybe he doesn't have the in-studio feed on tonight, and he doesn't know that we're live, and we fooled everybody. Detecting Addicts, welcome aboard. We fooled everybody with not dropping a link. Well, we didn't fool everybody, because, uh, no. You folks in the chat must... Follow the page or the channel on Spreaker. 
or something like that, because as we go live, voila! Watch me pull a rabbit out of the hat. All of a sudden, names begin to appear in the chat. It's magic. <clears throat> That's okay, though. It's always good to see everyone. Definitely. Steve Pacifico is in the house. Oh. Man. Steve Pacifico in the house. And... I don't know. Maybe he was already there. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he didn't hear all those uh, high praises that Frank had to say about Detect America and all of that. He must have missed that. Maybe if he scrolls back in the chat, he might find... Oh, and, uh, never mind. Frank deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ornery. I'm ornery. That's the way it goes, though. <clears throat> and we see that uh, Mike is in as well. Welcome aboard to Mike. Always good to see him. Certainly. <laughs> There's only one real name, huh? Well, I don't know. I'm not getting in the middle of all that. I'll put it that way. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, apparently it's time to beat the drum a little bit again. Um, there was a post... On Facebook today, not mentioning where, I mean, people are keeping it under control. People are telling, people are giving the right information. I'll put it that way. There's plenty of misinformation, but people are also giving the right information. Welcome to Jason. And... That was a person wanted to detect a smaller town, I guess for lack of a better term, and wasn't sure what they should do, whether or not they should contact somebody, or whether they should just go for it and see what happens. Unfortunately, there were plenty of people that were telling him, go for it. Don't bother talking to anybody. It's always better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. And that's the wrong way to go. That's, that's the wrong uh, stance to take with that. Especially for the area that, because I'm not real sure the area that they're in, but the area that I believe that they could be in, that is definitely a bad stance 
to take with it because there are a number of municipalities I hear that are actually shutting down no longer allowing detecting and if you're caught you could receive a fine or worse I suppose depending on where you're at we all know that there are places that if you get caught in the wrong spot you could have your gear, your vehicle confiscated, receive a fine, and possibly even do some time. Because you you can't you can't claim plausible deniability many times with the police. They you know, they're gonna say ignorance is no excuse. And when you're doing stuff like that, obviously, it gives us all a black eye. So, you know how that goes. <clears throat> um, you got to be careful with that stuff, though. Ask for permission. Don't bother with the whole... For, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission mentality because that just that ain't gonna work. Uh, you don't get permission, fine. You're not out anything. Move on. There's plenty of other places to hunt. How's it going, Chuck? Pretty good. Pretty good. That uh, forgiveness deal when you're talking to the cops doesn't generally work. Right. Usually they're going. Okay. Yep. Heard that one. Doesn't matter. Here's your citation. <laughs> right. Because that's how people learn. Or that's and how they Jason should. Put up the Kansas City, Johnson County area up this way currently makes you buy a $15 detecting permit. So you can hunt its parks. Oh, yeah. And, and there's plenty of that going on, too. And there's absolutely... There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If if that works, you know, hey, $15 is a small price to pay to have the permit to give you the freedom to hunt the places that you would like to hunt. And I'm sure as long as you're doing things properly, digging your plugs properly, taking care of things, you keep that permit and you do just fine. And Jason reports it. Believe me, he says, they'll check you for a permit. Hello, Pacifico. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, you and I were discussing this earlier, and uh, I even had permission from a wife, knocked on the door. When the husband came home, that all went down the, the tubes. Man, he was P.O.'d at her, but I told you how that outcome came out. Oh, yeah. I just left. Yeah, so, exactly. Like I said there, I mean... Okay, sure, maybe that yard might have held some nice items. Who knows? But there's yeah, plenty of other properties that? to hunt. It's not worth the headache. Right. It's not worth the hassle. It's it's not worth, you know, possibly having the law called on you or something like that. I mean, nope. 
Couple, but couple, then there's the ones that go into sites, get away with going in, and leave it trash, so it gives us all the black eye. Holes not filled in, didn't pull the garbage up, left it laying. That that just happened out here. Yeah. IVHRA group, I think it was. No, wasn't that group. Uh, I don't know, Dennis may know which one it was, but they went in and went to a park that these guys worked hard to get a one-day permit on to have a club hunt, and somebody got went in there and just dug it out. I saw the posts on it. Will County, Dennis, Will County Treasure Hunters. That's yeah. unfortunate. I've seen it happen, though. And it, uh, like you said, it, it it really does. It gives us all a black eye. And we lose ground at an alarming rate daily anyway due to well, development and things like that forms of recreational outdoors hunting uh, that kind of stuff getting on sites and then guys coming through hunting without permission without permissions and things like that and uh i i know how that is oh yeah and uh Casey yep. reports she understands that husband-wife thing, but the funny was she thing was she turned around, and pointed right at him. She said, "You know this house is mine," and he mm-hmm. kind of shut up, turned around, and went inside. And I apologized. She said, "Why? I gave you permission." And I said, "Well, for day, I'm leaving." <laughs> right. See ya. Thanks, but back. I'm done. Yeah. Yep. And and I've had it go that way before too. I've I've had it go the other way where the husband said, Yeah, it's fine and when the wife got home it wasn't so fine. Yeah. Um and then I've a few years ago, me and a buddy had went out hunting and, and we were doing some door knocking and we got permission from a woman to hunt her property. She'd been sitting out on the porch when, when we were approaching the house and we asked her told her what we'd do and she's like yeah that's fine so we went back to the car got our gear out and everything and we're starting to hunt the curb lawn and i happened to look up and me and my buddy were talking and i happened to look over his shoulder because i saw movement and there's two police cruisers pulling up oh boy so i shut off the detector and i set it down and he's like what's going on i said well i'm Setting the detector down to grab my ID. I said, we're about to get ran for wants and warrants. Two cops pulled up behind you. And they said, what are you guys doing here? Uh, thought that was obvious. We're metal detecting. I mean, the property owner gave us permission, and we looked over to point at her, and she was gone. Because apparently after she gave us permission, and I don't know, maybe she was a little had some sort of mental issue or something. Once we got our gear out of the car, she went inside the house and called the cops and told the cops that she wanted us to leave because we were taking pictures of her house. Which... Oh, uh, interesting. Wasn't happening, you know. And and the cops were like, you know, hey, I get it. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We appreciate that you're doing things the right way. You're asking for permission and everything, but apparently now she doesn't want you here. Okay, that's fine. Sorry for the trouble. And and we left, and, and we found another property down the road and, you know, got got permission for that and hunted that one instead. I mean, it 
it happens. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you can uh, have county fairgrounds I've hunted, and I knew the fair director and the ground manager. So I went in, I pulled into the fairgrounds, I went right to the office, rapped on the door. He said, come on in. We talked a little while, told him what I was going to do, and I talked to him about it before. He said, have at it. And we discussed, and he said, the only thing I would ask from you, if you found this fair, it goes back to 1850, and if I found any, they used to print a silver badge up of the, the, the fair king or whatever they were and they all had id badges for the fairgrounds and this kind of stuff and some were brass some were silver and oh, wow. he said find one of those i would love to have it to put in display well i never found one but the first time i'm out there i'm working along these huge old oaks beautiful spot mm-hmm. and i'm pulling up stuff and this guy pulls up on a gator Hops off, comes around, and he said, you can detect here, but you can't dig. I looked at him. I said, now what I is just... the point in that? <laughs> yeah, and Casey brought that up. You can detect, but you can't dig. Right. Uh, anyway, I stopped, and I said, here, see that? Your boss is in his office. He gave me permission, and he's asking me if I find any fair memorabilia badges that they used to issue to all the fair, whatever they are, did I give them to them, and I agreed. But in order to get them, I have to dig them. Yes, I did. And this guy marched off, went over. I watched him went to the office, and I just kept going. Right. He come out, went back to his gator, got in it, spun around and left, and I just kept on going when i went back next year the next year and the next year because i found some nice stuff you got to hunt slow and listen same guy every year says did he say you could dig yep did you ever see me leave a hole or garbage no have i always tamped it all back in yeah well that's why i get a hunt here and they've restricted a lot of people out there but yeah i've got kind of an in there but the same Every year, the same guy comes up. I think it's the same gator. Asked me if I could dig. He says, I, yes, I can. He's over in his office. He don't even go to the office anymore. But he comes right. in to check, so whatever. Well, and then there's always the flip side of it, where I've had uh, caretakers of parks uh, try to chase us out, saying, you can't be here when, when we know we can. And you happen to get a good look at the caretaker and see a metal detecting ball cap. And what yeah. they're up to is they're just trying to chase you off of their hunting spot. Yes. yes. It's unfortunate that it has to be that way, but that's, yes. I that's the way it is sometimes. Paul had some sort of little run-in with somebody, and you try to smooth it over. The one I like the best is, gentleman gave me permission to hunt the home, the the yard. I'm hunting it. The wife rolls in. She looks at me and goes in the house. She didn't say a word. I, he comes out and he says, the wife doesn't want you doing this. I said, okay, I can go. No, don't go. You keep doing it because I gave you permission. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and it said, I'm not going to get thumped with a pan or something. No. Right, said, she'll yeah. cool down. Then she'll get nosy, and she'll be out later. I want to see what you're finding. Because she wanted a detector, but she's been dragging her feet. Okay. Oh, um, okay. No, I mean, nice big yard, probably three quarters of an acre or better. And I'm working right. up along the sidewalk and the street side. And yep, here she comes out. She, now she never said a word to me going in. She didn't say anything. And she says, "Are you finding anything?" Yes, I am. I was going to come show your hubby here in a little bit. Well, what are you finding? I had some Tootsie toys, a wheat pennies, some mercury dimes. Uh, a little, uh, one of those sweetheart silver rings, that kind of stuff. She says, I was going to buy one of those, but I don't, I whipped in into your card and I said, call me. Yep. You sell them? Yeah. Call me. Really? Yeah. We yep. can get you all set up. Yep. And she said, would you help me learn how to run it? I said, yes. Sure. About a week later, hubby gave me a call. He was buying it for her, and she ended up buying a 600. Well, neither today, after she got her 600, I showed her, and they know the neighbors, and I got to do some more hunting with them. But after that, it was like, I'm going on my own. (laughs) Mm. So, but she still, she'll call me up telling me she found a Stand Liberty Quarter here was the latest, and that was earlier this spring. So she's very happy. Nice. Good job for her. Yeah, she really was nice, but the thing was, is he caught, <laughs> I'm quite sure he caught some hell. Yeah, it's a good possibility, and that always kind of, I don't know, I, I have had a couple of those where they give permission, the other half of the household comes home and doesn't want you there for whatever reason, and they come out and tell you, no, you go ahead and stay, and you always feel like you're being put in a little bit of an awkward situation. You know, then you've got to hunt with an ear open and an eye over your shoulder and everything else. Right. Always got to have your head on a swivel at those. Yeah, I, I, I've lost several good hunting areas due to the fact that I'm out there doing very well. And they bought oh, a yeah. detector. Yep, and now they've got a detector, so they don't want anybody else hunting it because you know well, you I might find something that they I was could have had. A guy called me up. I demo. I'm demonstrating a detector. I went over there, show him a detector. He's got a two year old home that's out on the back edge of town, and I'm popping up 1870s, 1880s Indian head pen, pennies in this yard. Nice. I'm scratching my head looking at him, and then I got a seated dime. He looked at me and he goes, well, this house has only been here a couple of years. I said, it doesn't matter. What was here before right, that? Right, what was here before that? Ended up being an old grove in the fairground. Oh, that's a phenomenal no area. Idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I went back and hunted other yards with him, but it, I he... He cleaned house over there for a long time. This is in the early 80s. Oh, man. Right. So, yeah, that happens. The the positive side of it doesn't come out once in a while. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's not all bad or all doom and gloom or anything like that. There, It does have its uh, benefits and good points. And there's Nighthawkers. Well, that's that's a whole other ball game. I mean, those people just need to be strung up. Well, I think I've told you guys this. If you ever want to go down and see what happened to one, go to go to uh, Chattanooga and go over what's the battle name near there? Chickamauga was the last huge battle that the Confederates won. Really won. And you go in, and they've got one of the best military-armed Civil War museums there is. It's the largest collection of that type of armament in the world. But when you walk in, there's a display case right in the middle of the road. And up in the upper level, there's a white's metal detector, dug items, articles, picture of the guy. First time they took his detector, they find him a few hundred bucks, seven hundred fifty dollars, something like that. Send him home. Second time, he wasn't quite so lucky. They took the car, the detector, ended up seven years in Fort Leavenworth. <whistles> that is right there in the museum for everybody to read, and they got signs: no detectors even in your automobile or truck. Right, yeah, and and they do. They mean business. Yes, they do. It don't they matter mean, what sort of story you've got to spin. You're you're in hot water. You know, you get certain CS plates and buckles and things at two to five thousand bucks a piece. Just think of that site that he was working and what he was probably recovering and reselling, and right. uh, it's not worth it. No, it's not. I mean, for for a lot of us, you know, we're going seven years in Leavenworth. That's a long time that we're not able to enjoy the hobby. <laughs> or life, period. Right. Uh, and uh, not a good thing. And that was federal, all federal charges. Yeah, you can't. You he was can't the one they that. meant to send the message with. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, maybe you get lucky. Maybe they just give you a warning. Or, <laughs> you might be the one that they decide to make an example out of. Yeah, he had a $750 fine the first time, lost his detector. And the story, then he bought a new detector, but I guess the draw of selling those items for large amounts of cash was bigger than his common sense. Yeah, and they uh, they set you straight awful quick. Yes, they do. They they don't play around with that, and it's unfortunate that there are people out there that uh, they feel that they have to be that way, and uh -huh. we uh, we hear about it quite often. I mean. Yes, it does happen here stateside, but usually when you hear about it, it's abroad. And, and yeah, it's, it's big time over in England and yeah, other places, especially, believe it or not, somebody finds a hoard. Oh, they yeah, they'll come up. right in on that. Yep, and 
They'll call right, you know, and they'll come out at night and they'll go towards it. They'll oh, go yeah. for it. They'll go out and see what they can get right there. And um, that's that's the hard part of it over it there. You have to camp on that. You literally, if you've got a horde that hasn't been pull, pulled out all the way, you yep. better be you camping better on it. You better set up camp because you're going to be there for a while. Mm-hmm. If you want it done right and you don't want anybody nighthawking in there. And that's why I say, you know, people normally hear about this issue overseas. But believe it or not, for some that think it doesn't go on, it does happen here stateside, too. Whether it's a property, you know, like a Civil War battle site or something like that, or even just on your regular private permission that you have permission to hunt and somebody sees you there, whatever, and they try to sneak in and hunt without permission. And then next thing you know, the, you know, property owner, farmer, whatever, is shut down to everybody. Nope, not going to deal with it. Mm. And nope. that's that's the way it goes. Yes, sir. Holy good guy. His wife just hollered at me. One of the big cruise ships coming up bound, so I had to walk out to see that. And it's raining. Ah! That is huge. I've never seen this one before. Oh. Well, the river must yeah, be pretty interesting. up pretty good then. Yeah. I'm going to guess this one's probably close to... 400 foot. Ooh, that's a big ship. See if I can hit this and get something on here. I will try. Wanted to see a new one. That is definitely a big ship. Oh, yeah. On the old Mississippi, it is. Right. Yep. So I am talking with you. I want to go live. <laughs> well, this could be interesting or terrible. Oh, this is a Viking cruise ship. I've never seen this one. Brand new. Wow. Yeah, that probably cost more than ten bucks it. a day. <laughs> right. Just goes to show you they uh, they make them bigger and bigger. Yep. Every day. Wow. It's pushing 300 and some feet, I'll guarantee you. Tow boats here are generally 150 foot. So, I got yeah, a picture so, of it. I'm done. It's raining. <laughs> so, this thing is at least as long as a football field, if not longer. Oh, yeah. That's a big ship. That's a big one on the river, but it's a big flat bottom. Oh. Yeah. Well, our draft here, for this guy to get through, he can't be anything over nine foot. Right. So it's not necessarily that the river's up pretty good. He just, he's got flat bottom. Mm-hmm. River's not up, by the way. It's down. This drought, everybody's talking about the drought. The river is not, well, it's just a little bit below normal right now. We've wow. got nothing else to come up 
they don't have a lot of water up north, so it's going to be dry in August. I'll be hitting some ferry landings. There you go. Yeah, because at the rate we're going, who knows if we can get into the ground yet or not. I mean, we start to get some moisture. It starts to look like we'll be able to get into the ground, and then it all just dries up again. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's been rather a frustrating year for some of the diggers. Yep, I'm still looking at this thing. It looks like a floating box. That would make sense. Well, it's posted up, so if you want to see what just went by, there it is. There you go. Yeah. Two, three, four stories, hurricane deck. So, big ship. Pretty cool. Anyway. Oh, and I guess some people have checked it out saying it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Viking generally does pretty good with her cruise ships, and I would imagine they're doing pretty good with the riverboat. Right. So, yep, and Tim was asking me, I do have a few more open spots for next July if anybody's interested in taking an adventure and going to Alaska. Yeah. And for those that are interested, they need to get on board pretty soon because that... Yeah, uh, we got to have it all... Those spots are going to dry up pretty quick. Yep, we have to have it all secured by then. Mm -hmm. So, and I've got a crew out of some of the Chicago boys. Alan's going. I think Big John's wanting to go. I haven't heard firmly from him, but and he's got another one from over there. Frank Juarez, I think Dave's going to be going. Maybe Tim rushing along with Illinois Tim and there'll be several uh, others that I've been talking with I'm waiting to hear on from another Tim and see if he gets to go sailor they know right. about it so and possibly I haven't I've got to do a little more talking I've been talking with uh, not maybe sending uh a couple with us, you guys know them, Quarter Order and Doug. We're working on that. Hey, there so, you go. Yeah, I don't know. Doug, Doug is Quarter Order's problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not wearing my Beavis and Butthead shirt. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you never know. They, You got to watch them. They're pretty sneaky. They may try something like that. Oh, and it's opened up and raining again, by gosh. That's a good thing. Well, Maybe I know. I'll get a little digging in this week. I know the plants definitely need it. We were talking earlier this afternoon about having to water tomatoes tonight, but then, like I said, that that rain started to come in, and Tam, I told Tam, I said, well, the plants are getting a little bit of a drink, and she's like, yeah, not much, and then she went inside. And it opened up, and by the time I made it in, I said, not much, huh? <laughs> Got water dripping off of me. It's like, you won't <laughs> have to water tonight. I'm soaked. <laughs> I saw oh. on the podcast the other night, I think I told you about this, you were on there in all your glory with your lights on and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you see that? Did you? Yes, did you... I did. <laughs> I did Maybe see that. And suspiciously, there was not a picture of KG in his kilt. No, no, we discussed that. I'm going to have to get that, find that, because I've got a picture somewhere. But there were uh, a couple of pictures of me. Yeah, they made sure of that. <laughs> right? Come to Illinois. <laughs> I think I think anymore Tim just kind of watches to see if I show up at some of these just so he can get a picture of whatever the hairstyle right. is that particular right. time. So one of these days I'll just have to mess everybody up and not do anything with the hair. Right. Then nobody'll know I'm there. So well, Dennis, we're getting rain over on the western side. You may be getting some more shortly. Yeah, it's a good I saw. One too. Dennis said something about the uh, Illinois River had risen six feet in the last four days. Yeah, they're getting it over there. At least they'll have decent digging. Right. At least make Dennis can get digging out on this Saturday. That's the I and I local club hunt. So they'll have some fun. Yeah, you know, you're right. That is Saturday, and then Sunday. It's open if you want to drive up to it. Right. And then Sunday, maybe we can find out if Big John wants to hit that Alaska trip or not, because John will be on the show. Yeah. He'll be on the show. And Alan, I believe. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yep. But yeah, we we've, we've got them uh Sunday, the ninth. Yeah. There's Ohio Relic Hunter. Finally he made it in. Good. I have to get back down to the computer. See who all is tagging in there. Right. So Yep. And I know that uh Speaking of big ships, I know that uh, some people had followed the news over the years and everything, and especially in the last, I don't know, I think seven years or so, they have definitely been following the news on Tommy Thompson, which you got to go a ways back for Tommy Thompson. You probably remember that recovery, don't you? Yes, I do. And he is still being held in prison. He's still not giving up the location of the coins. But uh, whether people condone it, like him, hate him, whatever, you got to give credit where credit's due. And he is a very intelligent person, and he's had quite an interesting life story. And apparently they're talking about doing a documentary. Oh. Now that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yes. And the way it sounds, uh, even if he were to disclose the location of said coins, he's still, uh, he could still serve another two years, but it sounds like he could potentially be released this summer or next Ooh. summer and well you know 
if they release him, you don't think he'd be under a bit of scrutiny for the rest of his life, do you? <laughs> I mean, he, really. he'll be under a lot of scrutiny. Man, people what did have they estimate that at. Was there a total estimation on a value there? I can't remember now. Uh, there is an article from June, I believe, that I'll share maybe after the show. But uh, there's been a lot of speculation over the years where those coins went. And yep. some people thought that they were, you know, secreted out of the country or something like that. Either way... The uh, vast majority, the general consensus is he knows full well, even though he claims not to, he knows full well where those coins are, and he's not getting off of them. Okay. Hey, I and, forgot one thing. I, I announced that I and I hunt, but uh, it's at Empire Park, which is East Moline, Illinois, near Hampton. Oh, yeah, and, that might be a good idea to let people know where uh, it is. Park for you guys that are close enough to make the run. And uh, that is a good spot. And with the river being down a little bit, it's really good because down along that riverbank where the old landings were, I've seen uh, two Morgan dollars come out of there. I've nice. Half, I found a half dime there. And a bus dime was found there. And then Indian heads and buffaloes, it's, it's, it's always been it's a narrow channel there over to uh, Campbell's Island, where the farthest west battle of the War of 1812 was fought. And there's been other relics, things like that, found there that may be close to that period. So, Sounds open like hunting, a great spot to hunt. Seated hunts and that kind of stuff, and bring dish to pass with you for lunch. I think there'll be... Yep, Hampton, Illinois side. The the border between two towns runs right through that park. Hampton's on the north side, East Moline's on the other. Empire is the East Moline side, and uh, then Hampton Park is the north side. And um, as we had one of our first Iowa Illinois big hunts there years ago. Uh, where we had, uh, actually, we had Gary Drayton there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gary came up to the hunt, had a blast. I took him up into Iowa, and he found his, at that time, it was the first Indian head pennies he ever found. That's all he wanted to find was an Indian head penny. We worked for three days to get him to find an Indian head penny. The first day out, we were at an old horse track site and fairgrounds. He found a peace dollar. Yeah, I was going to say silver dollar, I believe. Yes, and then we take him to a Grant, the Grantwood School, where Grantwood went to school. Had permission on that. We hunted it, and he comes up. All I could find was this. It read almost a nickel. I didn't know what it was, so I'm looking at it, flipping it around. Of course, they don't do well on the ground. What's he got? Flying Eagle scent. And all he wanted was an Indian. And we took him to another old church site, which the church was gone. There was a, a cemetery, but where the church is sat was about two acres. We had permission on that. We got on there. 
He finally started popping some Indian head pennies. He was like a kid in a candy shop. You don't find them in Florida, he says. Not many. Right, and, yeah. Uh, they're they're few and far between, I would imagine. Yeah. And Darwin was with us. He goes, this guy has found two bucket listers I've never found. And all he wants is an Indian penny. All he wants penny. is an Indian Give him a handful of Indian head pennies for that silver dollar. Right. Yeah, give him a roll of them for that, that peace dollar. And we hunted a fairgrounds. We were popping silver all over, and he couldn't find any anything. They were coming up there, too. But he finally got in and told me it was a happy camper. Hmm. Well, it just goes to show sometimes, you know, some of us take it for granted. There yep. are people that they they just, they'd love to, they'd be, you know, happy as could be if they could find, say, a wheat penny or something. And maybe we go out and find them all the time, and we're just like, yeah, it's just another wheat penny. Another wheat up. 1901 Indian. I only got about 30 of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, a couple times, I've had a couple beat-up ones pretty bad, but you could just make out the date. Just for fun, I've spent them. And sit back and have them. <laughs> Watch them look. Donut. And they're all back there looking at a really rough, I mean, it might be worth a quarter to somebody and talking and running around with an Indian head penny. It was more fun doing that than leaving it in a box someplace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, because sometimes they look and they... I've done it with a smoothie buffalo nickel, too, just... Yeah, and sometimes (laughs) they look at it, they're like, we can't take this, this isn't real u.s money yes it uh, is my son likes history. to spend two dollar bills he'll go to the bank up there and get them and oh he's yeah had more arguments friendly yep. he says this is yeah one lady says this isn't real travis goes yeah it is no yep. it's not we never had a two dollar bill travis yes, says i beg to differ look it up and her manager oh, yeah. come out and looked at travis looked at her and he got two dollars out of his pocket took it he said, you put that in the till. I'm taking this one home. <laughs> <laughs> if you looked at her, they're real. They just, people don't spend them. Right, yeah. There again, it, it's few and far between that you run across them for some people. But they they are still in circulation. People do get them from the bank. They do spend them, collect them, whatever. And the Susie B's. Oh, yeah. Throw that down and... It, well, you give me a quarter for it. No, that's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Look at you. They flip it over a few times and walk back <laughs> to come. I guess it is. I've never seen one. <laughs> and there for the longest time, that's how I would run across them is because people would give me change back and say, you know, they, they had to give me 75 cents change back. They would mistake it for a quarter. I've got, I've had that happen too. Yep. Yep. So... Some of that's kind of fun to do. Yeah, absolutely it is. Who was it? Somebody posted up the other day they'd hit a coin star. Yeah, they hit a coin star and got a, uh, was it 1888, 89 seated livery dime? Nice. It was on a post. I saw it, and I went, well, that guy checked her at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
Yeah. I mean, no, you... Tim says his wife was in with her 1812 artillery button from Digstock. Yeah, cool. I just saw that. Yeah, that's nice. Very cool. Fucking any way than you are, Tim. <laughs> yep. That's good. Good for her. Good for you both. That's fun. Making a name in her own right. That's right. Nothing That's right. wrong with that at all. Not at all. So in I don't know. Case, so anyway, I'm about ready to pull the plug. Yeah, uh, I do believe that sounds like a good plan. Yep. But we recommend you get permission, not ask for forgiveness. That can get ugly. Yeah. And fast. Yeah. And have. permission. And yep. sometimes it can take a long time to get that permission. But if a you long. don't get it, you're not out necessarily because you didn't have it to begin with. That's right. So you're not really out. Move on down the road. Find another spot. Who knows? Yep. Maybe you'll do better there. Yes, sir. But everybody have a great night. I might get out and be able to dig tomorrow. I'm looking towards that because north of me where I wanted to go, they got about an inch, and they had an inch the other day, so that ground ought to start being pretty good. Uh, it sounds like it. Out. Yeah, I got a spot that uh, I've hunted before, have permission on it, and uh, I need to go back to it because I haven't really covered it well. Ah. And I want to run a 900 on it, so <laughs> that's the other reason. I see. There you go. There you go. Everybody be safe. Have a great one. Thank you, Josh. Hey, thanks for the call, Chuck. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. We'll see you. See ya. Uh, Sunday, obviously, like we said, we've got <clears throat> John Ramoska. I believe we've got Alan on as well, talking about DigFest 2 coming up this coming September, I want to say September 30th, but they will be on Sunday to talk about DigFest, yeah, DigFest 2, and who knows what else will come up in the topic of conversation, maybe the Alaska trip, the upcoming Alaska trip, and obviously for those who may not know who we were talking about tonight, if you're looking for some interesting reading, Google Tommy Thompson and read some of the articles. You may find yourself surprised. Uh, like I said, like him, hate him, or otherwise, the man does have an interesting life story, for sure. Uh so, obviously, good call from Chuck. Don't forget, check out uh, Detect America Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Shelly and Dawn Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're here Wednesdays, Sundays, as time and weather allow, especially this time of the year, since we're out trying to get other projects done and get photography done and things like that. <sighs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully everybody gets some rain, we can get some moisture in the ground, and hopefully get out digging soon. Until the next one, have a wonderful evening, folks.
We're out of here. Thank you.